You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Start of the fourth quarter, Jefferson Forest trying to ward off the Brookville Bees from getting back into the impact church end zone and closer to a 4-0 start and sending JF to 2-0 and most crucially 0-1 in the Seminole District. Brookville's got it up 34-13 to to start the fourth quarter. They're now working left to right, so toward the scoreboard at Sabre Stadium and the ball on the right hash mark at the 28 of JF. Second down and six coming up. Snap directly to Jordan Whitelaw. Stutter steps at the 27, now dives to the 25. Gained a couple of yards and maybe nullifies the flags in the neighborhood of a hole on the right side of that effective Brookville offensive line. And it will be a hold that will back them up 10 yards. Yeah, we haven't seen one of those for a while against the Bees. They had quite a few of them that really affected their drives in the first half right there. And, and again, that time, you know, the, the, the power wildcat that they're running right here, you know, I mentioned earlier, you know, that they're offensive now, you know, is this a big part of their offense? Is this what they're going to do in other Seminole games? You know, why are they not using their – their offense that they're planning on using through the season right here. And they're stuck in this power wildcat, which is fairly unconventional, especially if you're up against a bigger team that's going to match up with you. A more normal look with Drake McDaniel at quarterback. He wants to throw, looks down the left side and incomplete overshooting his intended recipient over on the far side, David Schmidt. And the only thing puzzling about that, although it was second and long is going to the air. Cause right now, your biggest friend, if you're Brookville, up three touchdowns is the clock and trying to keep that going. Yeah, exactly. Now, and, that, and that's the enemy of, of JF right now is if that clock's running. So that incomplete pass is a big advantage to stopping the clock. You know, JF needs to get a big stop right here. We got third and third and about 16 right now. They cannot give up a big play. They want to have an opportunity to get the ball back to their offense and maybe see what else they can do getting the ball in the hands of Brody Jackson. We've seen moments where the JF defense has risen up. We've seen moments where the offense has moved the ball, and obviously twice they've gotten to the impact church end zone after getting some Nadine Blakely realtor with Remax first downs, but the consistency has just not been there. Brookville going for a screen pass. They've got it. White Law, left side, 35, slips through a tackle, 30, has the first down at the 20, left side, numbers 15, carries defenders inside the 10, and swung out of bounds right around the five-yard line. A well-executed screen pass for Brookville, and that may be what helps them eliminate a last gasp effort from Jefferson Forrest, who needed a stop on third and long, but they could not get off the field. Yeah, wow, they... They ran that screenplay almost to perfection right there, and the defense went ahead and, and just bid on that right there. They they need to be able to read that potential screen uh, on that play, and they gave up a big run right there for the first down, 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 inside the 10-yard line. Spotted at the six on the left hash mark. McDaniel, another give to Whitelaw. Jukes one man out at the seven. Does not juke out the other defender around the six. It's on the far Whitelaw side of the field. And it looked like Devin Parks was in there on the stop. Ethan Boone was on the stop. And there's an injured Cavalier down on the field as well. So we'll take a timeout to assess. 42 seconds into this third quarter, Brookville threatening to go up by more than the 34-13 lead they have right now. (laughs) 
The Jefferson Forest Cavaliers return to the road when they invade Amherst for a Friday, September 23rd date with the Lancers. Your East Coast Wings and Grill tailgate show starts at 6.30 on the Virginia's Talk Station app, 100.9 FM, WIQORadio.com, and ask your smart speaker stream WIQO Radio. JF Football is also proudly presented by Impact Church, Lynchburg Regional Airport, Express Lane Deli featuring 76 Gas, Perian Woolwine Family Dentistry, and InsaneRadioDeals.com. Leaks on the offensive line in the defensive secondary or with special teams coverage create problems in football. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating knows leaks at your home or business create problems too, like building and belonging damage and lost productivity. That's why you should call Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313 when a leak is threatening your home or business. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313, proudly supporting JF athletes, coaches, and all activity participants. East Coast Wings and Grill just dropped a new menu. Stop in and try their homestyle burger, two-season quarter-pound Angus beef patties stacked with provolone cheese, mushrooms, and gravy. Or try the new Philly steak flatbread with nacho cheese, grilled sirloin steak, sautéed fajita veggies, and provolone cheese. Browse the full menu, then dine in or place your takeout order on the easy-to-navigate East Coast Wings and Grill app. East Coast Wings and Grill, 19399 Forest Road in Lynchburg. You might know that State Farm agent Paul Minchner has great service. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Paul Minchner has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Bedford. So call State Farm agent Paul Minchner at 540-707-4800 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. On second down and goal out of the injury timeout, Brookville going to the air with Drake McDaniel, but Sam Hammersmith getting a mid on that ball, knocking it up in the air. There's no Cavalier able to corral it. So it's bringing up third and goal for Brookville at the Cavalier eight-yard line. 10.38, and for some reason, a winding clock off the incompletion here in this third quarter. Lots of things have been a little squirrely here tonight. Whitelaw, the snap out of the air. He slips through one tackle at the six, down to about the five. They'll keep the clock running correctly this time. Down at the five, and it'll bring up fourth and goal for Brookville. 10-10 and counting down here in the fourth. They lead 34-13 at JF. Here look like they're about five yard line. They have they are not setting the kicker on there. They want to go ahead. Coach Meeks wants another touchdown right here. And JF got to find a way to stop this right now. They need to stop and keep Brookville out of the end zone right here on this fourth down play. Two receivers trotting out to the wide right side, one to the left. Vyer is the back. McDaniel the snap. Should be run all the way, and he barrels off the right side into the end zone for a Brookville touchdown. Easy to have faith when the offensive line opens itself, opens up holes like they have throughout the evening. And Brookville's lead is back up to almost four scores, 40 to 13, 9.39 to go in the fourth. Yeah, again, missed opportunity right there to make a stop. They just obviously not able to make a tackle right there. Like Daniel running off tackle. He had enough blockers, had a, 
had a seam right there to just break through with his speed and got into the end zone. Another touchdown for the Bees here at Sabre Stadium. Brookville lining up for a more conventional extra point. Now they back out of it. They want to go for two again. They've had two extra points that have been blocked. Understandable lack of confidence in the kicking game execution so far for head coach John Meek. So a flip throw to the far side, slipping through one tackle, and now diving toward the pile on David Schmidt. He gets there. It'll be 42 to 13. Brookville on top here at JF. 9.39 9.39 to go after they just reached the impact church in the zone. We'll see what the Cavaliers do for a response when we come back after this on the Virginia's Talk Station app. What's better than game night? Game night with your tailgate favorites from Express Lane Deli. Enjoy a hometown classic with Moore's Original Hot Dogs, now available at all Express Lane locations. Feeding a crowd? Pick up Express Lane's famous fried chicken, just a dollar nine a piece for orders over 32 pieces, and serve it up with a wide variety of Express Lane's hometown sides. Game nights are better when you get your meals from Express Lane's. The best place for deals on restaurants is InsaneRadioDeals.com. On the site right now at a low, low price. $50 gift cards to Gray's on Fifth Street for only $37.50. That's right. $50 gift cards to Gray's on Fifth Street for only $37.50. You can enjoy their selection of locally inspired dishes and generous food and drink servings. Head to the site and check out this deal and all the others at InsaneRadioDeals.com. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Brookville went for it on fourth down and goal at the five, and predictably they went off the right side of the offensive line. Drake McDaniel found pay dirt for the sixth touchdown for the Bees, 42-13. to They lead JF a short kick. They return it up to the 44, and that's where their offense starts. And right now you want to see a little more consistency offensively this team has not quit so far. The margin has gotten further out of the hand. Brookville's stout running game is starting to assert themselves here in the second half with a handful of touchdowns. But so far, it's been a reasonably close game, especially through about two, two and a half quarters until JF self-inflicted mistakes coach just became too much to overcome as they're now down 42-13. Yeah, just the size, the size and strength and experience has really worn down the JF Cavaliers, especially defensively, as we got deeper into the third quarter and even into the beginning here of the fourth quarter. Nine and a half to go in the fourth. Bell, the shotgun snap, he rolls to his right, play blown dead, and it appears to be a false start. start. It is. It goes to first and 15 at the 39 for JF. Yeah, the receiver jumping off sides right there, and again, those are some mistakes you want to not be making right now. You're you're in your fourth week of the season third game for the Cavaliers right now you got to get those things under control and not hurt yourself and take away some of your field position JF needs all the help they can get trailing by four touchdowns and a two-point conversion 42-13 two receivers to the wide right side Bell the shotgun snap fires left side across the middle caught 50 yard line 45-40 30, 25-30 25-20 down the left side 15 at 10-5 Hammersmith drug down from behind at the two, but he gets into the deep red zone, and the Cavaliers not going away. 
Well, I tell you what happened was he was he was in the tight end position and he was not split out. And the corner came down thinking he was going to come off the edge and blitz. And all the tight end did was release out into the flats and the corner was coming on a blitz. And there was nobody out there. And he ran that all the way down inside the five. And he just luckily got tracked down at the last minute. Great job right there by Sam Hammersmith. JF first down and goal inside the five and look like an illegal snap where you don't get the snap off in time and the entire offensive line moves and JF goes back five yards. Because of that. Yeah, here, here you are. You're inside the five-yard line right there. You just had a great play. All that yardage now. You're trying to get a little momentum back. Yeah, you're, you're behind in this game right there, but those are things you want to clean up right now. And I know the coaches don't want those things to happen and those players – have to mentally stay focused even during this part of the game. Two receivers to the wide right. Out of the shotgun snap, it's Bell. who roll to the right under duress. Fires. It's caught around the four-yard line. There's a flag. And so Jackson pulls it in. Is this going to get nullified? We're waiting for an official signal. Kind of in the neighborhood of a hold. But no word yet. Josiah Bell trying to sprint out right there, get on the edge. And Brookfield brought some pressure, but he was able to get the throw off and got it to Brody Jackson. But I got a uh, flag right here, and I'll see what the uh, officials are going to call on this one. It was one of those side judges that chucks the yellow handkerchief right toward the middle of the field, and it landed inside that left hash mark. And it'll be an illegal man downfield. That's peculiar on the call. If only because that play took so so little time to develop. I don't know if any of I don't know if any of the linemen had time to get downfield illegally. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know he sprinted out over there, and and um, I wasn't really paying attention. But again, that's a that's another lineman mistake. You had the line. You had the uh, offensive lineman movement on the play before. Now you got downfield, and now you've lost ten yards from uh, from your goal line that. You were right there knocking on the door. Now now you really got more pressure on yourself. Now you go back to the 14 for Jefferson Forest. So it's first and goal, but from the 14, thanks to back-to-back five-yard penalties. Bell to work out of the shotgun. Brookville showing five on the rush. A little low on the snap. Bell pulls it up. Flare pass to the far side, but it skies out of the arms of Alex Marsteller, who tried to sky to pull that in, but that ball was thrown way up in the air, and Marsteller, just five foot seven, did not have the requisite vertical leap to pull that down. It sets up second and goal, 9.04 to go in the fourth quarter, and again, it's those little things that you're pointing out to JF, and it may sound critical, but a lot of it's because they're correctable, and JF has played with great effort, and they've executed offensively and defensively in a number of areas, but you can't against a good team like Brookville just be making that many mistakes and think you're going to have a chance to win. They don't there. Quick throw, and it's caught. Sam Hammersmith gets the payoff in the big pass. He gets the touchdown from 14 yards out, and JF still fighting down 42-19. 9:01 to go in the fourth quarter after they reach the Impact Church end zone. I tell you what, that was an Impact Church touchdown. That, that was a great design play. I tell you, Coach Cruz has come up with some really good schemes offensively against uh, with the pass plays right there. Uh, they've had a number of pass plays where their receivers are, are able to catch the ball wide open, 
And that was another very strategic play based on the motion and that tight end releasing down the middle. Extra point snap is down and it's up and true. 42 to 20, JF not going away. 9.01 to go here in the fourth. We'll come back after this on the Virginia's Talk Station app and 100.9 FM. As a privately owned nonprofit organization, the Forest Youth Athletic Association thrives off volunteers. Volunteering with the FYAA ensures children throughout the Forest community have a local place to participate in sports like wiffle ball, t-ball, baseball, softball, lacrosse, soccer, football, flag football, basketball, and cheer. FYAA depends on volunteers and needs your support, whether that's volunteering your time, money, resources, or a combination of your gifts. Visit forceyouth.org to learn more about how you can support FYAA. At our house, fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. You have to gamble on the on the onside kicks right there, but again, that onside kick was so hard it got out to the outside wingman, and he was able to field it clean, and and he had time to make some moves and take off upfield before the defenders really got there. So after the short kick and the good Brookville return, they've got it at the 39, bouncing left side. Vier has a gain of about 10 down to the 29 off the left side hash and numbers, and it does move the chains for Brookville. And they have methodically been moving down the field. If you need to methodically move from your current house to a better home situation, Nadine Blakely, realtor with Remax, can help with that process. You can go ahead and start looking at homes available. NadineBlakelyHomes.com. 42 to 20. Brookville trying to regrow this advantage to four touchdowns. Eight and a half to go in the fourth quarter. The snap under center, McDaniel, a handoff, Vire breaks a tackle, the 25, follows Byer, the right, right side, side of the offensive line, inside the, the 20, yard. down to the 18, gains 11, and Michael Vire helps move the down. chains once again, and more importantly for Brookville, or more particularly the right field. side of the line, helps move the chain. So a timeout called by JF will join them in this timeout, as they trail 42 to 28, 16 to go in the fourth. 
When looking around the neighborhoods at Homes for Sale, one name always pops up, Nadine Blakely. Looking to buy or sell? Call Nadine. Nadine Blakely, realtor with Remax, was the top 100 producer in the USA among all Remax agents, coming in at number 87. And Nadine was the top residential producer in the entire Lynchburg area. Nadine also has a proven track record of serving our community, giving back to our schools and charities. Whether you're buying or selling, call Nadine Blakely at 434-444-2226 and visit NadineBlakelyHomes.com. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Just regrouping after that timeout. They trail 42-20 against Brookville. One team will remain unbeaten, and right now it looks like the Bees, who have the three-touchdown advantage and trying to grow it to four with 8-16 to go in the fourth quarter. McDaniel, the snap left side. Whitelaw bounces out of a couple of tackles around the 15 and he's pinballed down to the 14 where he hits the Sabre Stadium turf long enough to be ruled down, but it's a gain of, we'll call it four for Brookville. They are content with those, second and six coming up. Yeah, well, again, this is what size and, and strength and do, it does to you is you, you eventually wear down your opponent. And I know the front right now of the JF Cavaliers has just been wore down by the, the front of the Brookville Bees, especially – staying in their power offense, just constantly driving and pushing the pile. And, and the trenches right now have just been taking a beating on both sides. But, yeah, Brookville's size, experience, and strength has really dominated the run right here. And the snap this time, Whitewall jukes a man out at the 15, and he keeps good balance to spring down to the 12. Gains three more for Brookville. Most importantly, he stays in bounds, so that clock can go inside the 7-10 mark here in the fourth quarter. And Brookville, you just want to keep taking chunks of time off that clock so it becomes mathematically even more unlikely that JF comes back and knocks you off. Yeah, and again, uh, JF basically has covered up everybody on the front line right there. They got the linebackers walked up on the edges. Uh, all the interior linemen are covered are covered up right there, and they're just trying to get penetration right here on the on the line of scrimmage as Brookville just keeps running the ball. This time it's a snap for Brookville, and flags come flying in. Brookville sufficiently allowed that play clock to go down before snapping, but unfortunately also before snapping, a couple of Brookville bees moved, which is why the flags come in for a false start. So from third and about three to third and eight is where we go 639 to go in the fourth 42 to 20 and that clock will drop down even further as it is rewound Brookville looking to the sideline and you know wisely right now as much as anything they're playing to get into the impact church end zone but even more so they'd love to get another Nadine Blakely realtor with Remax first down because it just affords more plays to run more time off the clock and Get out of here with that unblemished record. Snap, give to Whitelaw. Slips through a man at the 15, 10, 5, and he'll jog into the B and Cavaliers into the impact church end zone for a touchdown. And now it's up to 48 to 20. Brookville leading at Sabre Stadium, 6 11 to go in the fourth. And you mentioned that point, coach, but we'll continue to reiterate it. It may sound like a broken record, but it's the size and the development of that Brookville offensive line. JF is developing. They look bigger up front this year than they did last year. Brookville has had multiple years in the same weight program and weight room 
and a coach that's been in place for nine years in John Meeks, and that has asserted itself as much as anything in this second half. Yeah, his whole system right now has really been successful, and and again, they're they're one of the better upper tier um, seminal teams right here. You know, we're just, we're just seeing them at that level right now, which JF is aspiring to get to, and they're in the process of of getting there. It's just it's going to take time. It doesn't happen. You know, overnight it doesn't happen in one season. A lot of times it doesn't happen in two or three seasons. You know, coaches need that full four or five year development plan to see the fruits, which we're seeing right now with the Brookville Bees. Extra point was up and good. 49-20. Brookville leads JF. 6-11 to go. Back in 30 seconds after this. East Coast Wings and Grill is more than just wings. Check out their large variety menus, such as the mouth-watering Angus Beef Burgers, flatbreads, skillets, salads, and so much more. There's something on the menu for everyone. Browse the full menu, then place your order on the easy-to-navigate East Coast Wings and Grill app. East Coast Wings and Grill, 19399 Forest Road in Lynchburg. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Brookville finds the end zone once again and another touchdown run. They have been prolific using the ground and they have seven of those touchdowns to lead 49 to 26, 11 to go in the fourth quarter. And we'll see what they do against Jefferson Forest. They have firmly asserted themselves in control. JF has made mistakes, which has also prevented them from staying in this game longer than they very well could have if they cleaned some of those up. Now a short kick. It'll bounce around the 35. It'll roll over to the sideline, knocking it down. Now there's a fight for the ball. Does Brookville have it, or does JF fall on it just before Brookville got it? It was a situation where that kick was rolling toward the sideline. JF wanted it to roll out of bounds. It really didn't. And so Brookville was sprinting down there. And it looks like JF does recover that kick, but a little too close for comfort. And once again, chalk that up for the learning situation. <laughs> yeah, that was you know, that was a tough call because it did look like it was heading out of bounds. And then, you know, it just basically kind of turned sideways and died before it got out of bounds. And then it turned into a scramble like, you know, are they going? Was JF going to be able to get to the football before the bees did? And it, and it was close. It was too close. I mean, you got to take a chance right there and come up and just field that ball, not knowing that. But here we go, offensively now. Let's see what Coach Cruz has stored up right here for the bees. Five man front, five rush. Josiah Bell has time to throw. Floats it down the right side. Caught Jackson. No, it went in and out of his hands. Incomplete at the 40-yard line. It was Childers that was there as well. Jackson and Childers both. And it actually, Childers was closer to it, in and out of his arms, incomplete. It'll be second and 10, 542, and somehow counting down here. Running clock at a 29-point game. You normally wait till 35, but we've covered this before. Some peculiar things have happened, but let's be honest, that has not impacted the outcome of this game. It's partially JF mistakes, but even more than that, it's Brookville's ability to flex and assert themselves in the trenches. JF trying to answer, get back on the board once more. Bell, a low shotgun snap, scoops it off the field turf and rolls to his left, and the ball is incomplete. He wanted Childers on an out route at the 43 in front of the JF bench. 
and it's incomplete. Nice job by Alfonso Jennings, the cornerback, to get a couple of hands on that one and knock it into the Cavalier bench. Well, Josiah Bell on that first down play had two receivers deep in the same area, and he was able to actually throw it over top of the defense, and they had a chance for a big play on that first down. Then he comes right back here on this play. A slot receiver runs a corner route, and he underthrows him and almost gets picked off by the corner right here. Now that puts him in third and long. Four receiver set for Jefferson Forrest. Clock stopped, 446 to go in the third. Bell under duress, steps up, fires, and a nice sliding catch. Over on the far side, it looked like it was Childers. It is, and he does a good job to come back. That's a nice athletic play by Colton Childers. And again, we've talked on growth areas for JF. They got a lot of things they can improve upon, but they've also had some good flashes that would go into that category, that pass play there. Yeah, and again, you know, if you look, if I look back, if I look back over the, the entire game offensively, passing the ball, that's where Brookville's looked weakest is their pass defense because. Even on the missed passes, people have been open. 425 now here in the fourth quarter. Swing pass, left side. Marsteller breaks the tackle, 35. Stiff arms a man at the 40 and is ridden out of bounds. At the 42, gains eight of the 10 yards needed for another first down presented by Nadine Blakely, realtor with REMAX and D, number one REMAX agent in the Commonwealth of Virginia in 2021. Yeah, and, and as we move more deeper into the Seminole district play a lot of these uh, Seminole teams are going to see this film of the Brookville bees and they're going to see that defensively they struggle a little bit in the secondary there's been a lot of open receivers a lot of good passes Low snap bell under duress wisely steps up in the pocket now takes off stumbles but has enough to get to the first down at the 45 never felt like he had his footing on that play he was stumbling but Josiah Bell athletic enough to keep his body moving forward. And it's at least enough to move the chains and pick up the first down presented by Nadine Blakely Realtor with Remax. 333. And now counting down here in the fourth quarter. JF trying to put some cosmetic points on the scoreboard, trailing 49 to 20. And if you need cosmetic dentistry, Perian Woolwine Family Dentistry can help with that. And maybe JF gets another make you smile play of the game. Trey will have an update on that. In the post-game show, that will not go into that category for JF. The swing pass to Marsteller. He's shot down at the 41. Loss of four, second and 14 coming up, and the clock will go under three minutes. Yeah, they came back to that swing play again that they had already run to Marsteller earlier, and that time the linebacker was able to uh, kind of see that and get out in the flats a little bit quicker before he was able to really get his feet and turn up field and use some moves there. And he was tackled for a loss on that one. An obvious must-pass situation for JF. As Josiah Bell does, taking that shotgun snap and the throw over to the right side. It's caught at the 46 of J of Brookville. And he spins his way down over to the far sideline inside the 40 and down to the 37. Nine more yards after the catch. And an excellent pass play to Luke Hawkins, the backup wide receiver on the far side. It's another first down presented by Nathan Blakely, realtor with Remax. Well, we're finally seeing Josiah Bell get a little bit of rhythm in his throwing. He's kind of been sporadic on some of his accuracy most of the night. But now lately here, the last couple series, he's really been throwing the ball overall to his target where it's supposed to be. This time a snap and a handoff over the right side. 
It's Boone inside the 30 off the right side, inside the 25. It's down to about the 23, a nice change-up play for JF. 2.27 to go here in the fourth. They're going to fall to 2-1, and one, but they continue to scrap and claw, and they're trying to get that extra touchdown as it's 49-20, Brookville on top. Yeah, again, great little draw play right there. It had everybody spread out, had Brookville thinking, thinking pass, and they were able to run that ball. Right up the gut, pretty good play right there. Again, Coach Cruz calling some really good plays here in the second half. Bell under duress, and a four-man rush gets to him as Bell is planted back at the 30-yard line, and he's brought down there. Michael Vire, the initial defender, and allowed Cody Kazee to come in and finish him off. And I would much rather Kazee have my ankle and Vire finish me off because Vire's a buck 85. Meanwhile, Cody Kazee is much bigger at about 250 pounds. And to have him come crashing into you can't feel all that good. Under 100 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. And now a timeout is taken by Jefferson Forrest. 49-20. We'll find out what they draw up over the last minute and change here. to try to get some more points on the board is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family-owned and family-focused, specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Coming up, that voice you just heard bringing us back from the break is Trey Lyle, and he'll have your period Woolwine Family Dentistry made you smile, play of the game, and your FYAA offensive and defensive players in the game in the postgame show. A little over a minute to go before that happens, and we'll get there even sooner as Brookville, another sack and a loss of five yards as they converge on Josiah Bell in the obvious passing situation of third and long. And now with 121 and counting down to the fourth, it's just a matter of what the final score will be. Likely 49 to 20, which is what we have right now with third down and long on the way. JF needs to get to the 11-yard line to third and 24 to be exact. Well, again, Brookfield's dropping six people. They got five. Guys up on the layout, four on the line of scrimmage, one linebacker. They're bringing them all, and they're dropping six. This time, a changeup, a give-off to Marsteller. Slips on that field turf, but sometimes when the dew starts to settle in at this time of night, can become a little more slick. Ethan Boone couldn't quite get traction. He slips, gains maybe a yard. It'll still be fourth and long coming up. And what may be the final play of the game. JF's going to look over to the sideline, clock is moving. It's got 33 seconds to go, and JF will walk over to the sideline. I think they will have to actually snap the ball one more time before this game finishes itself off. Brookville trots over to their sideline. The referees, I don't think, though, have set the ball, and if they don't set it, then, well, we're well past the point where it matters because it's got 14 seconds and counting down in the fourth quarter, and that is where the referees will blow their whistle. So nine seconds to go. And it'll be uh, what appears to be a delay of game coming up. No, JF spends their final timeout. Yeah, they're going, uh, you know, Coach Cruz got his last 
play right here. It'd be some type of obviously deep throw. You would think, you know, last play of the game, you still want to get one more score, but uh, again, all of this is game time experience against a big time opponent right here. So, you know, every, every play can have his advantages and help. And JF going for that right now as they want one more shot in the end zone. 49 to 20. Cavaliers are going to fall to 2 and 1, 0 oh and 1 in Seminole District action. Brookville will go now to 4 and 0, oh, 1 and 0 oh in district play. It's just a matter of what the final points will be. Can the Cavaliers get a, what we like to call, cosmetic touchdown to make the score look a little closer? Or will they come up short? They got a long way to go. They got to get another 36 yards. Shotgun snap coming from Bell. He drops back, steps up under duress. He'll launch it toward the end zone, and it's caught. They do get that touchdown on the far side. Sam Hammersmith, his second score of the game. And with two seconds left, JF will make it a little more respectable. 49-26. Well, I tell you what, for that play right there, you know, that's the way it was drawn up. You know, uh, Josiah Bell was stepped up through the pressure, brought himself a little more time, had some momentum coming forward as he stepped up into, into that throw. So he had a lot on it, and he put that thing on a rope for about 35 yards right into Hammersmith's hands, right in the end zone between a couple defenders right there. That's the kind of experience things you wanted as a coach to see. Cavaliers get the impact church in zone, and the extra point is up and through. 49-27. We'll come back and see what happens for the final two seconds of this when we return. Homes for sale. One name always pops up, Nadine Blakely. Looking to buy or sell? Call Nadine. Nadine Blakely, realtor with REMAX, was the top 100 producer in the USA among all REMAX agents, coming in at number 87. And Nadine was the top residential producer in the entire Lynchburg area. Nadine also has a proven track record of serving our community, giving back to our schools and charities. Whether you're buying or selling, call Nadine Blakely at 434-444-2226 and visit NadineBlakelyHomes.com. Before you visit Big Boys Guns, shop BigBoysGuns.com. They can't stock everything at Big Boys Guns on Route 460 just east of Roanoke, so they offer you access to over 10,000 items on a live inventory feed updated every 15 minutes at BigBoysGuns.com. All orders ship to the store for paperwork and pickup. Don't call or drive all over looking for what you want. Don't stress over back orders and delayed shipping. Just shop and order now at BigBoysGuns.com and use the promo code SUMMERHEAT through September 21st for a special discount at checkout. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIQO. Well, after the two-second-to-go touchdown, Brookville bobbles the ball, and they pick up the ensuing kickoff. This will be the final play of the game. They just run out of bounds. Now some pushing and shoving, and the Brookville players wisely just running to the bench, and they do get the last laugh as they pick up the victory 49-27 over Jefferson Forest. Coach, your assessment of this game from Jefferson Forest's perspective as they fall, but they fight to the end. I tell you what, they, they I tell you this perspective, I see they didn't back down. They didn't, they never backed down one time. They, they made a lot of mistakes, but they never backed down. They looked like a team totally different from last year. So what Coach Cruz is doing, what he's building step-by-step step is going definitely in the right direction. But this Again, this is a good Brookville Bees team, and, and JF did not back down, even though they lost by, you know, 
three three touchdowns or so. Um, they were right there. They made mistakes. They gave them turnovers. They gave Brookville good field position. They gave them short fields. They did a lot of good things. And I think they can build on that because, again, there's a lot of other tough, tough opponents getting ready to come up on the schedule for the Cavaliers, and they need every bit of it to grow for what they're getting ready to face. Yeah, and a lot of this right now is learning how to be the type of program that Brookville is. And Brookville, they're not the number one team, obviously, in the Seminole District. That belongs to LCA, who's the defending district champions and went undefeated in the district last year. But they're a team that clearly right now is a very solid, steady program. They're a great measuring stick for where you want to be if you want to be in that upper echelon of taking care of your own business, of being able to be physical, of being consistent over the course of a game and not committing penalties and mistakes and errors. And Brookville had some of those. It's just JF had a little bit more. And you combine that with Brookville being more developed. And JF's more developed than they were last year, but Brookville's development goes back multiple years. A lot of these JF players, it goes back like one or two and all those little things add up in a game like football. Yeah, for sure. You know, and again, JF can can measure themselves a little bit based on what they did tonight with the Bees. And like I said, they got they got other tough teams coming up that are good. Again, Amherst next week. Um, LCA just down the road. Again, Glass and Heritage are always up there. I mean, it's just one right after another. So this was a good gauge. This was a good test. And it was great experience. This experience will carry them into other tough games with other tough Seminole opponents. You alluded to the next game, the Amherst Lancers. It's a 6.30 East Coast Wings and Grill tailgate show and a 7 o'clock kick next Friday night for us here on the Virginia's Talk Station app. But coming up next, Trey Lyle back in our studios will recap this game. We'll have a look at the out-of-town scoreboard and, of course or in town, if you want to count some of the matchups going on in the Hill City. And he'll even get you set with the FYAA, Forest Youth Athletic Association, Offensive and Defensive Players of the Game, and the period Woolline Family Dentistry made you smile play or plays of the game. Hint, there might be some similarities to this. Trey will unveil next here when we come back on the Virginia's Talk Station app. 49-27, Brookville knocks off Jefferson Forest. Leaks on the offensive line in the defensive secondary or with special teams coverage create problems in football. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating knows leaks at your home or business create problems too, like building and belonging damage and lost productivity. That's why you should call Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313 when a leak is threatening your home or business. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313, proudly supporting JF athletes, coaches, and all activity participants. 